You've got a vision, you've got an idea, you have a business, but you can't seem to move forward. You've come to the right place. Welcome to Vision Possible. The show that empowers you to believe, conceive, and achieve your goals. We are your hosts, Butch and Julianne Hartman. We are business owners, entrepreneurs, authors, wealth strategists, television producers, and content creators who have negotiated multi-million dollar deals. We'll teach you the secret formula to success. Learn how to make your daydream your day job. Find out more at visionpossible.net. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Take your business and scale it to the next level. Get ready to transform your life by making your vision possible. What I'm going to share with you guys today is what I wish I knew almost 10 years ago when I started my first business. That secret, if I could do it all over again, if I could go back to the beginning, this is what I do over. That's what I want to talk to you guys about today. Uh, I want to talk to you guys about leadership, about business. Hi, my name is Nathaniel Spears. If you're tuning in for the first time, welcome to these Vision Possible series of teachings. Uh, so happy to have you be a part of this. Uh, we have uh, Julian Hartman, Butch Hartman, Ryan Haley, Carly Hartman and myself, uh, all here to help you get an infusion of vision, of calling, of purpose, and to help you practically. That's our goal. That's our heart. So this teaching today kind of starts the first teaching on leadership, on business. But over the next coming weeks, I'll be teaching on these topics of business, of leadership. But yeah, today I want to talk about that, about if I could go back, if I could do it over, what would I do different? And I have to say the number one thing if I were to go back and start again today, number one thing I would do different is surround myself with the right people. Build a team around me. Build a team of people who are successful, who can help me, who can coach me. In other words, I wish I could start over and be more humble and get help and surround myself with the right people. I didn't know what building a team looked like back then, but I do now. And that's what I want to talk to you guys about today is building that cohesive leadership team, building a team of people around you to help you, whether that be the board of your nonprofit, whether that be just a general team in an organization that you uh, work for now, or whether you're starting a business and you want to know who do I need to surround myself with to actually make this business get off the ground. I always like to say all the time that there are some major key pieces that you need in place uh, when you're starting a business. Uh, first, you need a business plan. And the business plan is usually encompasses a series of things uh, within it that will uh, completely um, justify your existence. So for example, if you're looking to approach a board of investors, you want to have a business plan that you could uh, show them. That business plan will include a marketing plan, a legal plan, and a financial plan. So those three plans kind of fold up into the major idea of a business plan. And between a business plan and these three things, uh, that will set you on a framework and a groundwork for your organization, for your company, for your business, for your nonprofit, uh, whatever organization uh, you want to create or go into. But that's not enough. And I think a lot of times you put a lot of emphasis on that. And through the next several weeks, I'll be teaching on that, like how to create a cohesive business plan, how to uh, get a legal plan in place, how to get a, a marketing plan in place and a financial plan in place. We'll talk about all those things. But today I want to talk about what I believe comes before all of that. And that's a cohesive leadership team, a, a, a team of people around you who you can lean on, who you can depend on, who you can look to, and it can help balance your strengths and weaknesses. That's huge. So I'm going to approach this from a couple different angles. 
um, from what I've seen work in the past, from what I see working now in my life, and um, where I want to continue to grow uh, in the future. So there's a lot of great resources, a lot of great books on building a cohesive team. Um, the Ultimate Team Player by Patrick Lencioni is one of my favorites. Um, the Five Dysfunctions of a Team by the same author, Patrick Lencioni, another great resource. In those books, he talks about the idea of the ultimate team player being someone who's humble, hungry, and smart. Those are my three favorite things that I look for when I'm trying to hire someone, is humble, hungry, and smart. What does that mean? Well, number one, humble. Humble is somebody who is willing to learn, who is humble, who's in a position that's teachable. A teachable spirit or a teachable heart is one of the most important things that you can have on your team. I think a lot of times we um, we downplay the idea of humility. Like we want someone who's tough. We want someone who's strong. We want someone who can who can speak intelligently on in their area and have mastery over their domain. But having mastery over your domain is very different than being still teachable and humble. You need to have someone who can be under authority and yet be in authority. And that's humility. Um, I like the idea of meekness too. Meekness and humility are different, but they're, but they're sister uh, qualities. Meekness is the idea of a horse that's bridled or under control. It's the idea of a massive cruise liner that can be turned by the little movement of a rudder. It, 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 it's that concept of strength under power. Jordan Peterson says it this way. It's the idea of meekness is basically the idea that you have a sword, you know how to use it, but just you choose to keep it in its sheath and you know when to pull it out. So it's strength, it's, it's power under control. It's self-control. It's, it's a great and important quality for any uh, person on your team to have. Going back to humility and a teachable spirit, without that, without that you can't have a balanced uh, teammate or a balanced mentor. So uh, humble is the first. The second is hungry. Humble, hungry, and then smart. So the second is uh, hungry. What does hunger mean? Well, it's one thing to be humble, but it's another to still have the drive to continue to grow. So a hungry person is somebody who's always committed to growth, know that they've never arrived, and they're always looking for a challenge. Somebody who thrives off of a challenge. And that's very, very important. Because if you're going into business, if you're going into ministry, if you're doing whatever, uh, you want to ensure that that person's going to be with you for the long haul and enjoys challenges. That the first time a challenge uh, hits them, that a wall doesn't come up, Right. That's a very, very important thing. So humility and a teachable spirit coupled with that hunger and that drive and that energy to move forward is so key. And then the last one, humble, hungry, and then smart. Smart refers to people smarts. It refers to people skills. It refers to interactions with people. You don't have to be an, ex an, an extrovert to succeed. I'm certainly not, um, but I've learned to be an extrovert where I need to, right? I've learned to have the people skills I need. I still get filled up when I'm in having my alone time by myself with a good book. Um, that's where I get filled up and just enjoy being by myself. But um, having people smarts allows you to communicate. Pick up on the subtle nuances of communication of people. Uh, understand character, how to maybe change your message based upon your audience. Uh, that's the important part about people smarts. And so in the book, uh, Patrick talks about those three things, humble, hungry, and smart, and how important it is to have a balance of all three. And if you don't have a balance, like if you're stronger in one area or another, certain tendencies will start to come out. And uh, those three things really do boil down uh, what a great team player would be. But that's what I look for when, when I'm surrounding myself with a team, whether that be a subordinate team under me, um, and I'm looking to hire on to that, or whether it's a peer team that I'm uh, gathering like a, like a board for a nonprofit or a team of mentors, 
or even friends. Like, do I have somebody who's got the emotional intelligence and the IQ to uh, be balanced in those three areas? And those are really, really key, key things. So that's kind of the first part of what I wanted to talk to you guys about is the humble, hungry, smart aspect of having a team. But there's more than just that. Um, I just mentioned the word emotional intelligence, and I want to, want to kind of go there for a minute, and then we're going to go into the uh, the uh, the inner circle, like who do you need in your inner circle to help balance you out personality-wise. We're going to talk about that in a minute, but before we do, I want to talk about uh, emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is the secret. It's the emotional quotient of a person that really will determine how quickly they move up in an organization, how well they interface with other team members, how well they interface with their subordinates and their supervisor. Uh, emotional intelligence is the idea that, um, again, you can pick up on people, right? You understand that uh, when someone communicates, they're communicating that way for a reason. You look and you understand the nuance and the, and the subtlety. You align yourself in the conversations that you're having based upon the person around you. It's the idea of self-awareness. You're aware. Um, there's definitely an art to being able to step out of yourself, to step away, to step out and look at things from a third person standpoint, from a bird's eye view. You never wanna get caught up in seeing um, the, uh, the trees. You wanna be able to see the forest for the trees, right? You wanna be able to look up and see the entire forest and not just get fixated on one thing. In the book, Extreme Ownership, they talk about um, this concept of target fixation and how dangerous it can be. When you're in the military and you're just focused on a given target, you might miss the enemy coming and flanking, uh, flanking you. And so it's really important that you don't fixate on the target, but you see the game or the war, for lack of a better word, right? The war, not just the battle you're in. So don't, don't win the battle at the cost of losing the war. It's better to lose the battle at the cost of winning the war. And it's the same thing with, with emotional intelligence. Sometimes when, when you're in a situation or you're working with a subordinate or a supervisor, you realize, hey, it, 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 I might need to compromise this little thing over here. Not, not your values, never compromise your values, but compromise this thing. I, I, I might lose this argument for the sake of winning the larger picture. I'm not willing to die on this hill, so to speak. That's emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is that self-awareness, the ability to step away from yourself and analyze things from a, uh, a bird's eye view and say, hey, this is how this conversation is actually going. Instead of being so in yourself that you're unaware of what you're doing to that other person. So again, humble, hungry, smart, emotional intelligence. Uh, these are all important, important things when you're building a team and then when you're identifying people around you, a team around you. And so going back to kind of how I started this, if I were to do it all over, I would surround myself with the right people, the right team, and I would get help, I would seek help, and I would submit myself to godly mentorship. Um, and so uh, that's what I kind of want to go into now is, is how do you surround yourself with the right team? Because you want a team that will balance your weaknesses and you be able to slot in for their weaknesses so your strengths balance out their weaknesses, their strengths, uh, yeah, you guys get the idea. Your strengths balance out their weaknesses and their strengths balance out your weaknesses. There we go. I got it right. Um, that's the kind of team you want to have in your life. And so uh, with that, I'm going to spend the rest of the time just talking about this and I'll let you marinate on it for the rest of the day. And then next time we'll go into more detail on what these things mean. But the idea is you want to surround yourself with these certain types of people. There's really four types of people. And they associate a little bit with the idea of the DISC assessment. It's similar to that, but it's not that. It's just certain tendencies that I've seen in people. 
and that I know that you know um, that 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 people portray. So you have creators, you have refiners, you have advancers, and you have executors. So write that down, and when you write it down, you can write it down kind of in like a um, in like a uh, um, you can create a cross and create quadrants. So four quadrants. The top uh, left qu quadrant put in creator. The top right quadrant put in advancer. Uh, the bottom left uh, quadrant put in refiner and the bottom right quadrant put in executor. Those are the type of people that you need around you, okay, on a team. For a team to be balanced, you need a good balance of these people. So I'll go through what they mean and then we'll go into detail uh, in the next um, teaching on how they should interact with each other, how they should work. Um, so a creator is someone who, you know, is right brain, creative, enjoy seeing the big picture. They are the ones who are always seeing the high level, um, creating direction for the organization or for the team saying, hey, I think we should do this. I think we should do this. They're the ones with the ideas, right? Always coming up with ideas. That's a creator. Creator is a very important position on the team in the organization. The second uh, in the top right quadrant is the advancer. The advancer is someone who loves what the creator comes up with. He's like, okay, that's awesome. I'm, a, I'm an advocate of what you're coming up with and now I'm going to advance it. So they actually start to put legs to the vision that the creator has. Oftentimes the creator is just so focused on the vision that they don't see the execution behind it. And the advancer kind of comes in to fill that gap. The advancer says, okay, there is a great vision, but this is how we're gonna do it. And they come up with all the plans, the logistics, and they're just the, you know, maybe the money, uh, you know, the, the spreadsheet guy or the project plan guy. And they're like, okay, I'm going to advance that vision. We're going to make it happen. We're going to bring it across the finish line. That's an advancer. Now, the bottom left is the refiner. Now you start getting into more of the boots on the ground. The refiner is somebody who, uh, again, will take the vision that the advancer, like they can get behind the vision the advancer says because it's, it's, it's realistic, right? It's got that realism to it. Um, and so because it's got that realism, the refiner, though, takes, takes and picks it apart. And the refiner is important because the refiner brings that uber realism to that project and saying, well, wait a second. I work with the people on the ground and I know that this, this, and this aren't really going to work in that vision. So we need to refine it. We need to tweak it. We need to get it to the place where it's actually logistically possible to do it. And so the refiner oftentimes don't, doesn't get along with the creative person, the creator, but they'll get along with the advancer because they'll be able to refine that idea and actually start to uh, make it an operational plan. And then the final uh, quality that we're going to talk about is that fourth one, that bottom right quadrant. That's the, that's the uh, executor. That's the actual boots on the ground, the person who finds their fulfillment in actually doing the vision. They're the ones who are actually uh, doing the work, creating the content, and making it come to pass. And they'll work with the refiner because the refiner's got their back. The refiner is the one who's saying, yeah, I, we need to refine this vision, bring it down so that the executor can do it. The executor finds their satisfaction and fulfillment in doing the work. And each one of those roles, so creator, advancer, refiner, and executor, all four of those roles are, roles are so key, so important to a healthy team. If you don't have all four, then either there's going to be all talk and no action or all action and no vision. So you need a balance of all of those. 
Um, and, and you can see where a healthy balance of optimism and pessimism, a healthy balance of, of right and left, a healthy balance of doing and thinking, a healthy balance of, of vision and execution will bring health to a team, bring health to an organization. So if I were to do it over, if I were to go back, I would surround myself consciously with those four types of people so that I know myself, I know who I am, I know where I slot in, and then I have people around me who can balance me out and help me to see the big picture and help me to get out of myself and become more emotionally intelligent. Because believe me, working with those four personality types, uh, that can often be difficult because they think different than you. And so our natural tendency would be to surround ourselves with people who think like us. Very, very dangerous. So when you're building a team, when you're building, uh, when you're, uh, building a cohesive, cohesive leadership team under you, when you're building a team, uh, a peer team to help mentor you and coach you like a board of directors, well, you want to be sure to follow what I've talked about today. Really, really key. I wish I would have known this when I started my business a long time ago. I would have made decisions differently than I uh, did, but I'm so glad I know them now and can share them with you guys. So just a quick recap before I close out. You want to find people on your team who are humble, hungry, and smart. Smart meaning people smart. So humble, teachable spirit, hungry, and driven, right? And then smart, people smart. They are self-aware and they have good EQ. And EQ is that self-awareness. It's that ability to see past yourself. It's that ability to see at a higher level and analyze a conversation and say, what part am I playing in this conversation? Where do I slot in? How can I adjust my message, adjust my method of presentation to best accommodate that uh, the listener? And that's emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence uh, isn't, isn't you know, it's, it's that meekness, right? It's that power under control. It's that sword that's sheathed. And then lastly, having a good balance of uh, your peer team, the people that you surround yourself with, creators, advancers, refiners, and executors. Next week, I'll talk more in depth about each of those four, uh, how they communicate with each other. It's really important to understand uh, the different roles on your team and understand where you slot in. So that's what we'll talk about next week is first identifying, hey, where do I slot into this? Like, who am I? And then from there, uh, how do I you know, identify and surround myself with those right people and then create healthy communication channels between uh, those team members? So uh, I, I hope this was helpful for you. That's our goal. That's our heart. If you have questions, please uh, engage with us. Uh, go to visionpossible.net for more information on our products, on who we are, and one-on-one -on -one coaching and uh, access to a library of resources that will truly, truly help you. But for more information, go to visionpossible.net uh, and you'll learn all about it there. So again, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next week. You've been listening to Vision Possible. To get more information or to contact Butch and Julianne to schedule your private coaching session, go to visionpossible.net. That's visionpossible.net.